Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Leicester versus Liverpool. Um, we had the early Saturday afternoon kickoff after last week having a Saturday evening kickoff. So this time for the Reds, we had a full week to pretty much prepare for this game. And we know that um, certain landmarks could be made this season Could be the first time Liverpool win four games in a row The opening four games in a row um, Also to finish top of the league Going into the international break um, And just preserving that momentum of winning games And yeah, it was a It was, another, it was a weird game again It was like the Brighton game Where... We wasn't playing well, but we somehow got the three points. It, it's a weird, it's weird one how, how we're doing this this season, but it's the sign of uh, some contenders. So before I get into it, let me tell you the lineup. We had Allison in goal, obviously, left back Robertson, centre backs Van Dijk and Gomez, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. The one change from midfield that Jurgen Klopp decided to make, which was kind of a strange one to me, which I don't know why he did. Henderson started in place of Cater, and you had Genie, Wijnaldum and James Milner as the midfield three, and as usual, you had your deadly front three up front. Yep, so first half now begins for the first 20 minutes. We are on top as per usual. Um, I think Leicester were kind of showing us too much respect. Which I don't mind if teams want to show us respect. Go ahead. Um, it obviously just shows the quality we have. Also Leicester were missing out on Jamie Vardy. Who has scored 7 goals in 5 games against Liverpool. And he was suspended for this one. So thankfully it worked out in our favour. And... Yeah, so we were just in control, really. But the problem was in our midfield three, the creativity was lacking. But the opening chance, I do remember. Um, Firmino dribbling past the defender. He's He enters the 18-yard box. He shoots. Schmeichel saves it. Salah anticipating the rebound gets to the ball first. This should be bread and butter for him after having 44 goals scored last season. But he messed up. He missed. And, and he, he went with his left foot instead of... I know he's left-footed, but use your right foot. You're, you're one-on-one from eight yards. You can surely use your right foot to place the ball in the far corner. But he decides to use his left foot to shoot at the near the near post but he ends up coming up his hill and it's a it's a shocking one and I'm just thinking oh I think this was between 10 and 15 minutes in and I was thinking oh is Salah gonna do be doing this again because I know last season he done similar things where he kept missing the easy chances but he scores the difficult ones which doesn't and it looked like a sign of a replica season but the first key moment of the game in the first half came Robertson running down the channels. He, he, he on the ball. He blitz past the defender, kind of body checks him, and still drives on. He enters the eighteen yard box. 
He slots it to Mane. Mane beats the defender. He toe pokes it with his left foot. The ball ripples into the net. 1-0 Liverpool. Nice, sweet. About 20 minutes in. We were thinking, yes, it's all good from here. And then from there we were kind of... After that goal, it kind of slowed down for us. I think it, it, was, it was a weird one where... Genie Ronaldo kept doing that thing again where in away games he's invisible. So, he, by when I say he's invisible in away games, Liverpool fans pretty much know he will play the safe five-yard passes, ten-yard passes, but he would never do anything adventurous. Do you know what I mean? It's like the, I'll take the ball from here, but if I have to, kind of thing, rather than demanding responsibility of taking the ball and this guy Henderson yeah every time there's there's no agenda here but my god how many times are you going to sideways and backwards pass it and have the audacity to tell people to play forward passes you're pointing at other people to play forward passes but you don't have the confidence in yourself to play that forward pass and there were so many times Henderson was killing, killing our fluidity and, it, and, it, and you can tell it was frustrating Bobby Firmino as well because when Keita was playing in previous games Keita could split the lines Bobby Firmino would not have to drop as deep to get involved in the midfield to create an opportunity for a front three but because Henderson was playing sideways backwards sideways backwards it led to Firmino having to drop into midfield to try and create something and this is the problem with Henderson I don't like he cannot I know he's our captain all that stuff brilliant but in terms of the future he he's not he's is, is, he's not Liverpool standard. He's not where we need to be. If you want to be title contenders, Henderson cannot be starting these games. And I'm going to go into a bit of that later on. Um, yeah, there was a moment where Gini Ronaldo, I think, after the 30th minute, he, he, I think he just lost concentration. He, was, he, was, he had the ball in midfield um, in the own half about... Yeah, about, yeah, in the whole half, and then he was looking up, but he wasn't aware of the ball, he wasn't aware of who was around him. A Leicester player just nicks the ball off him, and he's like, oh, he's in panic stations, but Leicester don't really make much of their chances. Um, thankfully, because Leicester didn't really have an actual strike up front, it kind of nullified the threat, which made defending much easier. I think, I remember Andre Gray had one chance where. Yeah, somebody plays like a, a a through ball to him. Joe Gomez anticipates it really well. He tries to block the ball, but the ball goes under his legs. Allison makes a comfortable save. That was pretty much Leicester's only good chance in the first half that I remember. And approaching half time now, Liverpool get a corner um, from the left hand side. James Milner whips it in. Van Dijk feels impeded by James Madison. In my eyes, I thought it was a penalty, but the referee didn't really see it. But it was a corner again. And then Milner, I think, whipped it from... Yeah, Milner whipped it from the other side. From... Yeah, going to the back post. And because Leicester have this thing of zonal marking, it left a, a Liverpool player free in the, in the box. So when Milner whipped this ball in the box, it led to Bobby Firmino... Having that space, he nods the ball down 
and then it just ripples and, and bounces up into the net. It's 2-0 Liverpool. Bobby Firmino scores his first Premier League goal of the season. And now all the front three have pretty much scored goals in the in their opening four games. And that was from there it was half time. So my eyes I was thinking 2-0 is nice. It's not we haven't been playing fluid at all, but the scoreline is flattering. Let's see how we manage this game in the second half. And the second half, I think, I, I think, yeah, we regressed even more somehow. Even though two 0 leads meant to be comfortable. Again, Henderson. I hate. It sounds like I'm pinpointing him, singling him out, or just hate. I hate him. I don't hate the guy. He's just not good enough to play for Liverpool again. All these unconfident passes. Um, we're not really creating anything. I remember our one chance in the second half. Liverpool had their first real counter-attack option. Milner's dribbling, dribbling. Salah's on one flank. Mane's on the other flank. And I had this feeling if Milner passes to Salah, this attack's breaking down. It will, it will make nothing of it. Milner decides to pass to Salah. Salah does this thing where he tries to cut in. He cuts in, but it's like... He's taking too many touches. And he's and he's he's taking too many touches. He thought, okay, shoot then, shoot. But then he does this cutback pass, thinking Milner's gonna make an overlapping run. But Milner doesn't do that. That's not in Milner's game. Milner was expecting Salah to shoot, and I was expecting Salah to shoot, or at least pass it to fucking Mane. But he doesn't do that, and he fluffed it completely. And then that was pretty much our only real second half chance that I remember. Up until then. Leicester decided to be more imposing. Kelechi Iheanacho came on for Andre Gray, I think. So they now had an actual strike up front. Um, and then Leicester were just on the ball, on the ball, way more than us in the second half. Liverpool kept doing this thing where when, every time we won the tackle or won the second ball, we'd just long ball it and not be conservative or preserve the ball in possession. So we were just panicking. And this is the problem. If Henderson can't be comfortable preserving the ball, what does that say? What does that say? Who is who's comfortable when uh, against press and can handle press-resistant teams? It's Cater. Cater, Cater can offer something more because he's not just about passing. This guy can dribble. He he will cause more than one thing to think about. And Henderson, he plays a backwards pass to Van Dyke, who didn't want this ball. Van Dyke didn't want this ball. So you're already putting Van Dyke in unnecessary pressure even more. And then what does Van Dyke do? He passes to Allison. And then Allison does this moronic thing. Which I think at some point during the season, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. In Brighton, he got away with it. When he done his Brazilian f- trickery f- of of um, beating a defender and part- playing out from the back. He tried to do it again. He tried to Cruyffton, um a Leicester player. But he muddles it up. He gets tackled. He passes the ball. The, um, the Leicester player passes the ball to Ian Nacho. Allison's panicking. He's trying to get back in his goal. Ian Nacho taps it in. It's 2 1. Everyone's thinking, for effing sake, why? Why, Allison? Why? Oh, I know you're a confident lad, but Jesus, 
when you play the ball in these situations he was at the byline near the corner flag it's not like he's like so this the angle for passes for options wasn't there so even if he was to beat the defender what are you going to do after that you would have gone you would have needed to hoof the ball anyway so he could have he could have rectified it the situation by kicking the ball out it's not every day where you can play out and that's the first time he's been caught out but hopefully that's his first and last mistake um and yeah it was 2-1 to Leicester again they were a bit more imposing creating half chances but Gomez dealt with it well I remember Gomez having one crucial block one crucial crucial block when Madison tried to shoot he was a goal Gomez was immense today. Van Dyke is a colossus. Every time that ball's in the air, every time Leicester players cross that ball in the air, I'm just like Van Dyke's on the ball again. Van Dyke's on the ball. He's six foot four. Six foot four. Of course he's going to win every header. This is why he's one of the best centre backs in the Premier League. And then yeah, and because Klopp was like, okay, Henderson's having a shit game, Salah's having a poor game. He took both of them off. Keita came on, thankfully. And Shakiri came on. And um, Keita was doing okay. He had to kind of grow into the game because of the pressure we were standing. And Shakiri was held in his own good ball retention here and there. But other than that, um, Leicester weren't really as threatening as much. They had half chances, but it wasn't no clear-cut chance that was like... Oh my gosh. I mean, I think there was one moment maybe from a corner Wes Morgan could have tapped the ball in, but Allison anticipated it well. So, and then yeah, we just held out and then it was full time. I know, I know. Matip came on for Trent Arnold because he was, he was kind of invisible. He's, he wasn't really making, he wasn't really creating much chances for us. Well, other than that, other than that, we saw the game out and it was another resounding victory. Where we didn't play well, but we won. So that's four points out of... I mean, yeah, 12 points out of 12 in the four games that we've played. Uh, It's nice, but it's a weird feeling. Because usually when Liverpool win, we really play well and win. But this time we're seeing a different Liverpool side where things are not really clicking. I think there's a problem in midfield. The attack is fine. Mane's fine, Firmino is alright, and Salah is kind of on and off. Our defence has improved much more significantly. The defence is way better now. Way, way better now. But it's our midfield where I'm still like, it's still disjointed because we bought Fabinho, we were expecting him to come in, but obviously Klopp wants him to adjust first. He's taking it easy with him. This Henderson stuff has to... He has, he can't... If all our midfielders are fit, I don't want to see Henderson start. That's just a point-blank period. Obviously, you've got Oxlade-Chamberlain, who has a ACL injury. If he was fighting fit, he would have started this game. But, anyway. So, now we go into the international break. 12 points at 12. Hopefully, we'll still be top of the league. By the end of Sunday, depends how much Chelsea might beat Bournemouth by later, or if they even beat Bournemouth. And obviously Watford versus Tottenham, which is a tight game. Other than that, we did okay, but 
Um, we have some tough. Oh, excuse me, that was quite disgusting. I'm sorry, pardon me. We have some tough fixtures coming up in September and October. Um, I was meant to do, a, I think I was planning to do a podcast about this, but um, the Champions League fixtures of who we got in our group are now out. So we've got PSG, Napoli and Red Star Belgrade. So it's a tough group. I think everyone, there's some tough groups this year, can't lie. Tottenham got a tough group, Man United got a tough group, Man City, because they finished in pot one, had the relatively easy group. But it's now I think all these groups now have become tougher because um whoever finishes in the top four out of the top four leagues automatically qualify. So it's not a playoff thing anymore. So that's why this year you're seeing the leagues being much, the the group stages being much tougher. So I don't think this season there'll be a case of when a team finishes first and qualifies with two games to spare. That won't be the case. Maybe with Manchester City. But I'm happy we get to play a big team. PSG, it's not going to be easy, obviously. Mbappe is world-class. Neymar is world-class. And Cavani on his day can be deadly. But Liverpool can be deadly. I'm sure no one wanted Liverpool in pot three. Um, Napoli, they were quite deadly with Sarri. But now Sarri's gone to Chelsea. Ancelotti's taken over Napoli. So Napoli in a transition season. So we don't know how they'll play like. But I'm confident we can beat Napoli. We beat them in pre-season. But pre-season is pre-season. And um we things could be different in the group stage and Red Star Belgrade returned to the Champions League after how many how many years it's good to see them again um the away game when we play Red Star Belgrade will be quite hostile but we should get through that one no problem i i expect us to qualify out of the group whether we finish first it come depends on the PSG games personally but i'm 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 looking forward to it and in the Carabao Cup, we've been drawing Chelsea at home in the third round. So, another tough game. So, I believe our fixtures is Tottenham, PSG, um, Southampton, Chelsea in the Cup, Chelsea again in the league, uh, Napoli, and then Manchester City. So, I think seven games in 22 days. So I look forward to these games because this will test what Liverpool are really about in terms of squad depth, in terms of where our ambitions lie in winning a trophy, whether we can compete for all four trophies. I mean, FA Cup isn't until January, so for, compete for the three trophies so far. We'll see how this affects our league form, how this affects Champions League form, how this affects... The Carabao Cup. Um, it's interesting times. It's really interesting times. This is where the likes of Shakiri will see more often. Sturridge will see more often. I believe we'll see Fabinho thrown into the, the Liverpool team. Um, yeah, hopefully we come out of there with no injuries. Maybe the little niggles might happen, which is normal. And it will be interesting to see how that tests 
this Liverpool side. I look forward to it. This is why we qualified for the Champions League. We want to play big teams. We want to create moments, memorable moments. So it's going to be an interesting point. But yeah, um, kind of, yeah. So I think that's pretty much it that I've got covered. Um, The next podcast won't be for another two weeks. We played Tottenham away at Wembley. I'm kind of hoping to get a ticket to be there in person. It would be quite nice to go there in person. Uh, Last season, I went to the Tottenham-Liverpool game at Wembley. We lost 4-1. I want to go there again, but see a different result. So if I can get a ticket, it will be the first Liverpool game I've watched live. So hopefully that's the case. Um, Other than that, thank you for listening to the podcast. be sure to favorite and share it. Share it. Tell as many friends as you want, as possible. If you like what to hear, if you like, okay, like what you're hearing. Um, also, I believe Anchor are now doing a listener support where you can get paid for your podcast. Um, I'm considering signing up for that. If you believe that. Um, the content I'm producing is regular or of a decent quality to pay, to get paid from it, then, yeah, it's something I'll have to consider because why not? If it's an offer for Ang- if Anchor offering it, then why not, you know? So, yeah, other than that, thank you for listening to this podcast. Cheers. Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Leicester versus Liverpool. Um, we had the early Saturday afternoon kickoff after last week having a Saturday evening kickoff. So this time for the Reds, we had a full week to pretty much prepare for this game. And we know that um, certain landmarks could be made this season. Could be the first time Liverpool win four games in a row. The opening four games in a row. Um, also to finish top of the league going into the international break um, and just preserving that momentum of winning games and yeah it was a it was another it was a weird game again it was like the Brighton game where we wasn't playing well but we somehow got the three points it, it's a weird it's weird one how, how we're doing this this season but it's the sign of uh, some contenders. So before I get into it, let me tell you the lineup. We had Allison in goal, obviously. Left back Robertson, centre backs Van Dyke and Gomez. Right back Trent Alexander Arnold. The one change from midfield that Jurgen Klopp decided to make, which was kind of a strange one to me, which I don't know why he did. Henderson started in place of Cato. And you had Genie, Wijnaldum and James Milner as the midfield three. And as usual, you had your deadly front three up front. Yep, so first half now begins for the first 20 minutes. We are on top as per usual. Um, I think Leicester were kind of showing us too much respect. Which I don't mind. If teams want to show respect, go ahead. Um, it obviously just shows the quality we have. 
Also, Leicester were missing out on Jamie Vardy, who has scored seven goals in five games against Liverpool, and he was suspended for this one. So, thankfully, it worked out in our favour. And, yeah, so we were just in control, really. But the problem was in our midfield three, the creativity was lacking. But the opening chance, I do remember. Um, Firmino dribbling past the defender. He's he enters the eighteen yard box. He shoots. Schmeichel saves it. Salah anticipating the rebound gets to the ball first. This should be bread and butter for him. After having forty four goals scored last season, but he messed up. He missed. And and he he went with his left foot instead of... I know he's left-footed, but use your right foot. You're you're one-on-one from eight yards. You can surely use your right foot to place the ball in the far corner. But he decides to use his left foot to shoot at the near near post. But he ends up coming up his heel. And it's it's a shocking one. And I'm just thinking, oh... I think this was between 10 and 15 minutes in. And I was thinking, oh, is Salah going to do be doing this again? Because I know last season, he done similar things where he kept missing the easy chances. But he scores the difficult ones. Which doesn't... And it looked like a sign of a replica season. But the first key moment of the game in the first half came Robertson running down the channels. He... he on the ball, he blitz past the defender, kind of body checks him, and still drives on. He enters the 18 yard box, he slots it to Mane. Mane beats the defender, he toe pokes it with his left foot. The ball ripples into the net 1 0 Liverpool. Nice, sweet, about 20 minutes in. We were thinking, yes, it's all good from here. And then from there, we were kind of. After that goal, it kind of slowed down for us. I think it it was it was a weird one where Genie Ronaldo kept doing that thing again where in away games he's invisible. So he by when I say he's invisible in away games, Liverpool fans pretty much know he will play the safe five yard passes, ten yard passes, but he would never do anything adventurous. Do you know what I mean? It's like the I'll take the ball from here, but if I have to, kind of thing, rather than demanding responsibility of taking the ball. And this guy, Henderson, yeah, every time, there's there's no agenda here, but my God, how many times are you going to sideways and backwards pass it and have the audacity to tell people to play forward passes? You're pointing at other people to play forward passes, but you don't have the confidence in yourself to play that forward pass. And there were so many times Henderson was clearing, killing our fluidity. And, it, and, it, and you can tell it was frustrating Bobby Firmino as well. Because when Keita was playing in previous games, Keita could split the lines. Bobby Firmino would not have to drop as deep to get involved in the midfield to create an opportunity for a front three. But because Henderson was playing sideways, backwards, sideways, Sideways backwards, it led to Firmino having to drop into midfield to try and create something, and this is the problem with Henderson. I don't like. I, he cannot. I know he's our captain, all that stuff, brilliant. But in terms of the future, he he's not. He's 
it's, it's, he's not Liverpool standard. He's not where we need to be. If you want to be title contenders, Henderson cannot be starting these games. And I'm going to go into a bit of that later on. Um, yeah, there was a moment where Gini Ronaldo, I think, after the 30th minute, he... he I think he just lost concentration. He was, he was, he had the ball in midfield, um, in our own half about, yeah, about yeah, in our own half, and then he was looking up, but he wasn't aware of the ball. He wasn't aware of who was around him. A Leicester player just nicks the ball off him, and he's like, oh, he's in panic stations, but Leicester don't really make much of their chances. Um, thankfully, because Leicester didn't really have an actual strike up front, it kind of nullified the threat. Which made defending much easier. I think I remember Andre Gray had one chance where, yeah, somebody plays like a a, a through ball to him. Joe Gomez anticipates it really well. He tries to block the ball, but the ball goes under his legs. Allison makes a comfortable save. That was pretty much Leicester's only good chance in the first half that I remember. And approaching half time now, Liverpool get a corner. Um, from the left-hand side, James Milner whips it in. Van Dijk feels impeded by James Madison. In my eyes, I thought it was a penalty, but the referee didn't really see it. But it was a corner again. And then Milner, I think, whipped it from... Yeah, Milner whipped it from the other side, from yeah, going to the back post. And because Leicester have this thing of zonal marking, it left a, a Liverpool player free in the, in the box. So when Milner whipped this ball in the box, it led to Bobby Firmino having that space. He nods the ball down and then it just ripples and, and bounces up into the net. 2-0 Liverpool. Bobby Firmino scores his first Premier League goal of the season. And now all the front three have pretty much scored goals in, the, in their opening four games. And that was, from there, it was half-time. So my eyes, I was thinking... 2-0 is nice. It's not... We haven't been playing fluid at all, but the scoreline is flattering. Let's see how we manage this game in the second half. And the second half, I think... I, I think, yeah. We regressed even more somehow, even though 2-0 leads meant to be comfortable. Again, Henderson. I hate... It sounds like I'm pinpointing him, singling him out, or just hate, I hate him. I don't hate the guy. He's just not good enough to play for Liverpool. Again, all these unconfident passes. Um, we're not really creating anything. I remember our one chance in the second half. Liverpool had their first real counter-attack option. Milner's dribbling, dribbling. Salah's on one flank. Mane's on the other flank. And I had this feeling if Milner passes to Salah, this attack's breaking down. It will, it will make nothing of it. Milner decides to pass to Salah. Salah does this thing where he tries to cut in. He cuts in, but it's like... He's taking too many touches. And he's and he's, he's taking too many touches. He thought, okay, shoot then, shoot. But then he does this cutback pass. Thinking Milner's going to make an overlapping run. But Milner doesn't do that. That's not in Milner's game. Milner was expecting Salah to shoot. And I was expecting Salah to shoot. Or at least pass it to fucking Mane. But he doesn't do that. And he fluffed it completely. And then... That was pretty much our only real second half chance that I remember. Up until then, Leicester decided to be more imposing... Kelechi Iheanacho came on for Andre Gray, I think. So they now had an actual strike up front. 
Um, and then later, Leicester were just on the ball, on the ball, way more than us in the second half. Liverpool kept doing this thing where we every time we won the tackle or won the second ball, we'd just long ball it and not be conservative or preserve the ball in possession. So we were just panicking. And this is the problem. If Henderson can't be comfortable preserving the ball, what does that say? What does that say? Who is who's comfortable when uh, against press and can handle press resistant teams? It's Kator. Kator Kator can offer something more because he's not just about passing. This guy can dribble. He he will cause more than one thing to think about. And Henderson, he plays a backwards pass to Van Dyke, who didn't want this ball. Van Dyke didn't want this ball. So you're already putting Van Dyke in unnecessary pressure even more. And then what does Van Dyke do? He passes to Allison. And then Allison does this moronic thing. Which I think at some point during the season it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. In Brighton he got away with it when he done his Brazilian f- trickery f- of of um, beating a defender and part- playing out from the back. He tried to do it again. He tried to Cruyffton, um a Leicester player, but he muddles it up. He gets tackled. He passes the ball. The um the Leicester player passes the ball to Ian Nacho. Allison's panicking. He's trying to get back in his goal. Ian Nacho taps it in. It's two one. Everyone's thinking for effing sake, why, why Allison, why? Oh, I know you are confident, lads, but Jesus, when you play the ball in these situations, he was at the byline near the corner flag. It's not like he's like, so there's the angle for passes for options wasn't there. So even if he was to beat the defender, what are you going to do after that? You would have gone, you would have needed to hoof the ball anyway. So he could have, he could have rectified it, the situation by kicking the ball out. It's not every day where you can play out. And that's the first time he's been caught out. But hopefully that's his first and last mistake. Um, and yeah. It was 2-1 to Leicester again. They were a bit more imposing, creating half chances, but Gomez dealt with it well. I remember Gomez having one crucial block, one crucial, crucial block when Madison tried to shoot. He was a goal Gomez was immense today. Van Dyke is a colossus. Every time that ball's in the air, every time Leicester players cross that ball in the air, I'm just like, Van Dyke's on the ball again. Van Dyke's on the ball. He's six foot four. Six foot four. Of course, he's going to win every header. This is why he's one of the best centre backs in the Premier League. And then yeah, and because Klopp was like, okay, Henderson's having a shit game. Salah's having a poor game. He took both of them off. Cater came on, thankfully, and Shakiri came on. And um, Cater was doing okay. He had to kind of grow into the game because of the pressure we were withstanding. And Shakiri was held in his own good ball retention here and there. But other than that, um, Leicester weren't really as threatening as much. They had half chances, but it weren't no clear-cut chance that was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I think there was one moment maybe from a corner where Morgan could have tapped the ball in, but Alisson anticipated it well. So, and then yeah. We just held out and then it was full time. 
I know, I know. Matip came on for Trent Arnold because he was he was kind of invisible. He's he wasn't really making he wasn't really creating much chances for us. Well, other than that, other than that, we saw the game out and it was another resounding victory where we didn't play well but we won. So that's four points out of. I mean, yeah, twelve points out of twelve in the four games that we've played. Uh, it's nice. But it's a weird feeling because usually when Liverpool win, we really play well and win. But this time we're seeing a different Liverpool side where things are not really clicking. I think there's a problem in midfield. The attack is fine. Mane is fine. Firmino is alright. And Salah is kind of on and off. Our defence has improved much more significantly. The defence is way better now. Way, way better now. But it's our midfield where I'm still like... It's still disjointed because... We bought Fabinho, we were expecting him to come in. But obviously Klopp wants him to adjust first. He's taking it easy with him. This Henderson stuff has to... He has, he can't... If all our midfielders are fit, I don't want to see Henderson start. That's just a point blank period. Obviously you've got Oxlade Chamberlain who has a ACL injury... If he was fighting fit, he would have started this game. But anyway, so now we go into the international break. 12 points at 12. Hopefully we'll still be top of the league by the end of Sunday. Depends how much Chelsea might beat Bournemouth by later or if they even beat Bournemouth. And obviously Watford versus Tottenham, which is a tight game. Other than that, we did okay. But um, we have some tough. <coughs> oh, excuse me, that was quite disgusting. I'm sorry. Pardon me. We have some tough fixtures coming up in September and October. Um, I was meant to do. A, I think I was planning to do a podcast about this, but um, the Champions League fixtures. Of who we got in our group are now out. So we've got PSG, Napoli and Red Star Belgrade. So it's a tough group. I think everyone... There's some tough groups this year. Can't lie. Tottenham got a tough group. Man United got a tough group. Man City, because they finished in pot one, had the relatively easy group. But it's now... I think all these groups now have become tougher because... Um, whoever finishes in the top four out of the top four leagues automatically qualify so it's not a playoff thing anymore so that's why this year you're seeing the leagues being much the the group stages being much tougher so i don't think this season there'll be a case of when a team finishes first and qualifies with two games to spare that won't be the case maybe with manchester city but i'm happy we get to play a big team psg it's not going to be easy obviously Mbappe is world class, Neymar is world class, and Cavani on his day can be deadly. But Liverpool can be deadly. I'm sure no one wanted Liverpool in pot three. Um, Napoli, they were quite deadly with Sari, but now Sari's gone to Chelsea, Ancelotti's taken over Napoli. So Napoli in a transition season. So we don't know how they'll play like. But I'm confident we can beat Napoli. We beat them in pre-season, but pre-season is pre-season. And 
Um, we things could be different in the group stage. And Red Star Belgrade returned to the Champions League after how many, how many years? It's good to see them again. Um, the away game when we play Red Star Belgrade will be quite hostile, but we should get through that one, no problem. I I expect us to qualify out of the group. Whether we finish first, it come depends on the PSG games, personally. But I'm 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 re- I'm looking forward to it. And in the Carabao Cup, we've been drawing Chelsea at home in the third round, so another tough game. So I believe our fixtures is Tottenham. PSG, um, Southampton, Chelsea in the cup, Chelsea again in the league, uh, Napoli, and then Manchester City. So I think seven games in 22 days. So I look forward to these games because this will test what Liverpool are really about in terms of squad depth, in terms of where our ambitions lie in winning a trophy, whether we can compete for all four trophies. I mean, FA Cup isn't until January, so for, compete for the three trophies so far. We'll see how this affects our league form, how this affects Champions League form, how this affects the Carabao Cup. Um, it's interesting times. It's really interesting times. This is where the likes of Shakiri will see more often. Sturridge will see more often. I believe we'll see Fabinho thrown into the Liverpool team. Um, yeah, hopefully we come out of there with no injuries. Maybe the little niggles might happen, which is normal. And it will be interesting to see how that tests this Liverpool side. I look forward to it. This is why we qualified for the Champions League. We want to play big teams. We want to create moments, memorable moments. So it's going to be an interesting point. But yeah, um, kind of, yeah. So I think that's pretty much it that I've got covered. Um, The next podcast won't be for another two weeks. We play Tottenham away at Wembley. I'm kind of hoping to get a ticket to be there in person. It would be quite nice to go there in person. Uh, Last season, I went to the Tottenham-Liverpool game at Wembley. We lost 4-1. I want to go there again, but see a different result. So if I can get a ticket, it'll be the first Liverpool game I've watched live. So hopefully that's the case. Um, Other than that, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, Be sure to favourite and share it. Share it. Tell as many friends as you want, as possible, if you like what to hear. If you like what you're hearing. Um, also, I believe Anchor are now doing a listener support where you can get paid for your podcast. Um, I'm considering signing up for that. If you believe that um, the content I'm producing is regular or of a decent quality to pay, to get paid from it, then yeah, it's something I'll have to consider. Cause why not? If it's an offer for An, if Anchor offering it, then why not? You know. So yeah, other than that, thank you for listening to this podcast. Cheers.